Welcome to the Inside LBI podcast, where we share our experiences, love, and insights on LBI. I'm Caitlin Grieve here with my co-host, Kevin Bergen. Um, today, we have a special guest, um, not only our friend, but also the general manager and um, visionary of the Pillar to Post global team. Um, hey, Wes, nice to see you. Hey, Kate. So you guys know each other long before Kate was a realtor and you were sponsoring her husband's softball team. You were on the team. What? Half a second on that before we jump into your your experience. Yeah. So I met Wes um, watching my then boyfriend play men's softball. And he was sponsored by the, by the, the uh, Pillar Post global visionary team. Is that actually, it was, was that part of your vision? Or? Another company that I had, which is no longer. Whoa, uh, whoa. What was that company? <laughs> Dragonfly Pest Control. Dragonfly Pest Control. Was that part of the, well, there's a whole thing here on the, uh, Superstorm, Sandy, uh, refurbishing. We'll have to come back for that. You, you're going to have yeah, to come back for that. That's in that's October. Content for another show. <laughs> for another show, because that's another story. But well, welcome. It's good seeing you again. Uh, it's unfortunately that unfortunately we haven't seen you on a lot of a lot of closings. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad. Yeah. That's a bad time. We're meeting us at podcast, not on the not, not on, on the, not in the field. But Caitlin has just a series of questions. But before she does. Can you briefly tell us how you got into uh, being a home inspector slash visionary? <laughs> okay. So, well, you know, I was uh, working for the United States Postal Service and um, was making enough money for my wife and I to buy a house. So we bought a house and we got it inspected. And I watched, <clears throat> watched what the inspector did and figured, you know, I could do what he did and would probably rather do that than work for the postal service. Was that the house you currently live in or no, that was a house. Uh, it was our first house that we bought in union beach. Okay. Did he do a good home inspection? It was pretty good. It wasn't perfect, you know, but most of them aren't right. What was, what were some of the issues in union beach that are different from LBI or is it similar to well, in this particular neighborhood community? All the houses had uh, basements and they had, um, they had a different kind of foundation that was very porous and a lot of them got water in the basement. So that was the difference there. You know, around here, we're not that going to see those types of foundations. It wasn't, it was, it was a sure front community, but, but I was far enough away from the water where, you know, that wasn't really a factor. Did you start your business down here or up there? I lived there and I started my business here. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, there's so a story behind that too. There's a story there too. Is that another podcast or another day yeah. or maybe? I don't know. Maybe, if, you know, if we got time later. Yeah. We try to keep it to like four or five hours just to be <laughs> brief. But with me, you know, never giving an uh, Irishman a drink or a microphone. So, you know, some potential pitfalls there. So, Caitlin, fire away. Um, so, if somebody was looking to buy a house and they wanted to avoid the issues that come along with it, what are the most important things that you would say to look at? Yeah, I think, you know, when you're buying a house, you get caught up in the excitement of the location, the, you know, how pretty is the house, you know, what kind of, um, you know, how many rooms does it have? Does it have all the accommodations that I want to have? But they, a lot of people forget about looking in the important areas, like, for example, the attic and the crawl space. I mean, just at least have a peek in there. You don't have to really know much to know that something looks really bad. Um, by, by having a look in there or, or even in the utility room, I, I find a lot of people I don't think a lot of people do that because they, they tend to be surprised when I, when I find significant additions that were pretty obvious as soon as you open the door. What, what type of house do you find the most problems? 
Yeah, pretty much. It's the it's the older houses. Um, you know, some older houses are very well cared for and have been updated, but you know, a lot of them, especially in shorefront communities or or communities like around here, like the coastal environments, they it's really just a place for people to hang out and have fun and not really thinking about taking care of a house. Right. So, you know, th- things get neglected over a period of time. So the kinds of houses I think would be older houses. A lot of the old Cape Cods are, are problematic or or some of the older houses that have wood siding that have not been maintained. They, they do tend to have a lot of areas where there's water intrusion and issues like that. So if somebody was buying new construction, would you recommend a home inspection or or no just on the older houses. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Every single house you buy, you never really know. Like you might have a, a wonderful builder. Like there's lots of really good builders here in LBI, but you know, they, they're not doing all the work all the time. Sometimes they're hiring subcontractors or, you know, sometimes they're spread kind of thin and they might overlook some, some, some important details, like even minor details, like just a small area that could allow water intrusion like on the third floor or something. And then it, you don't really know it's a problem until 10 years later when you find damage on the first floor and, and it could be a significant um, repair and your warranty is already over. So, you know, new homes, like literally this morning, I just left, I did an inspection. It was a reinspection for a family that had a new house built and decided to call me to do their inspection on a new house. And I found a lot of stuff wrong with the house and they had me come back today to reinspect all the things that we had the builder correct. Were they a punch list items from the builder or? Oh, a lot of the things were punch list items, but some of the things it was just the workmanship was so bad. They literally had to take the system completely off the house and reinstall it. I know wow. in the past we've seen issues on new construction with the stone not affixed to the house properly. And that at the time, I'm going to go back five years maybe and say that was a result of that being a kind of a cool new feature to have that stack stone. And I know what we were, we were seeing where it wasn't attached to the house properly because water could get behind it and that would be a problem. Have you seen that since then? Has that changed in terms of how uh, builders are, are constructing that? Yeah, unfortunately, it has not changed. Uh, that is, was exactly one of the problems and was the exact well, thing I was talking about. You want to talk about, about visionary. <laughs> Who, I'm, the, I'm the visionary here. Like, I think you should hire remember. him. We did Realtor, not discuss broker, this. owner, home inspector. No, we, we did not discuss this. <laughs> oh, just discuss the questions on the list. But th- that's that's still a thing, huh? It's definitely a thing. And what the response I get a lot from, from the builders would be not, you know, not all the builders. Like I said, I like to... I, I, First of all, before I say things that make builders look bad, I'm not trying to do that because not 90% of them are, are really good and really want to do an excellent job. They just depend on their subcontractors uh, a lot sometimes. So, you know, in this particular case, you know, the, that was or a lot of the times in, the, in that when it comes to that stone stuff, I get the response is, well, I've been using that same guy for X amount of years and never had any problems. Maybe it's because not a lot of people are getting new home inspections, you know? So um, do you have a guess on that? What percent of people get a new home inspection? I really don't. I don't have an idea. I I think it's pretty low, you know, because I believe that a lot of people have the impression that they have that new home warranty. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the new home warranty covers you for a year or two, depending on which builder you use. And then there's that 10 year warranty that the state requires that they also give you. That's structural, but that's really just 
that's not for like they put it in wrong. That's for if like things fail like physically, like if the beams just break for no good reason or something like that. It's it doesn't really cover a lot. Now, in fairness to our audience, we you and I have had many conversations about building your business, hiring people for you. Your goals as a as a professional, we kind of like bounced off each other for some mentoring things over the years. And, you know, so is that an opportunity for you to um, approach the the uh, contractors and say, hey, this is something I'm going to find if they call me uh, because this always happens? Or like, is, that a, is there a vehicle there to get new business without cheesing off some of our dear friends? Yeah. So honestly, I would love to have a relationship with these contractors to say, Hey, these are the things that I'm finding on every job. Um, and if I get the inspection, I'm going to call this out. So you might as well do it this way. I know it's not something that the code enforcement officials are requiring you do. So it's not quote unquote required, um, but it's still going to be a problem regardless. And I'm going by the manufacturer specifications, not the code which is the minimum standard. Um, I would love to have that conversation, but you know, honestly, uh, you know, the, as a visionary of the company, it's not it at this point, it's not worth my time to reach out to these contractors who, you know, probably I have the impression that they dislike me Well, they, they, or well. inspectors in general. I don't want to <laughs> break any confidences, but no I wouldn't say that they don't, don't like you, but uh, yeah, well, I would say that maybe there's a happy when they hear they're, not, they're not, it's a, not you personally. It's not you personally, yeah. the concept <laughs> that somebody would inspect yeah. something that they built. Exactly. And, it's, and, and like you said, they're all ones that we know are all good, decent people, hardworking, and they build a great house because our, our clients are, we never get a complaint. It was that stone on one house that, that did come up. But um, I was just thinking that was maybe a, like a marketing email or something or, or, uh, yeah, well, first or, of all, we would have letter. to build a database of those contractors and keep. Kayla uh, knows who they all are, and she'd be willing to, the, to sell uh, <laughs> sell that list to you for a small good price. Yeah. So, how often do you run across defects that you would consider major? No, not really that often. You know, I, major is a word that people ask me all the time. Was there anything major? Right. Right. You know, how do you define define that word for me before I tell you? Was there anything major? You know? So is that is it, is major a five thousand dollar item or a cumulative five thousand dollar item? And we know, but we need to say it, and we need to hear you say it. Home inspection is not a vehicle to lower the sales price yeah. of the house, is it? Mm -hmm. Now, Wesley. So no, right. what a home inspection is designed to be an education or the purchasers or the sellers of the house so they can make an informed decision on their purchase or their sale. Right. That's what it is. We have specific standards we have to follow. The state says we have to do X, Y, and Z. So that's why there are certain things in our reports, you know, that don't seem relevant, but it's just like a state requirement. But that's, it's not an opportunity uh, to get a credit or an opportunity to, you know, get every get to buy a perfect house. You know, it's, it's, there are many asks that are, I would say inappropriate. Um, buyers will ask sellers to fix things. It's just an inappropriate thing to do, but I understand, you know, um, it might be their attorney is acting in their best interest and thinks that they should ask for that. And they think it's, it doesn't hurt to ask, but there are some people that ask some crazy things and you're like, 
You don't ask your seller wow. to clean the gutters. Right. I'm going to put that in my report if the gutters need to be cleaned because the buyer, I don't know what the buyer knows. Like, do they know that they can, do they think they can leave their gutters packed full of leaves and there's never going to be a problem? I don't know that. So I have to tell them. Right. So, but it's not something that as a buyer, you should ask the seller to do, clean your gutters. It's, that's not appropriate. That's just one example. And any, any other type of uh, strange requests like that? That And do you... Do you actually see what people ask for? Or, I mean, that's kind of, I just hear it sometimes. Yeah, it's, you kind know, of, I, it's out of your league by that time. It's the boats, speak, the ships kind of sails, right? Speaking of that road, well, what I have seen, um, unfortunately, is things that are asked for are paraphrased from my report. I will have statements in my report and they'll paraphrase it. Like whoever is writing the request, I'm not saying who. But whoever's writing the request for the repairs, they're removing the beginning or the end of the commentary, which makes it seem different than it actually mm-hmm. states, than it actually reads in the report, uh, and then asking for repair based on the paraphrasing of my commentary. And you wonder why the builders don't like you, right? Exactly. <laughs> so you know, I don't have control over that, so there's nothing right. I can do. Right. Well, true. When it comes to the home inspection standards, it's. Um, a material defect would be something that would substantially impact the value, safety, or habitability of the home. So if I'm inspecting a $5 million house and um, needs a water heater, that's not a major condition, right? Right. That doesn't substantially There's impact. probably more than one as it is. Doesn't, right. It probably doesn't substantially impact the value. Right. Right. But if it's a $100,000 house and that water heater is $2,500, I would say that substantially impacts the value. Uh, so, you know, that would be, a, that might be a major to that person, but to the person buying the, the, you know, the high, uh, very expensive house, it's not, it's not major. So it's really, it's relative to, to the actual uh, sale, the pri- price of the house. And condition, I guess. Condition huh? and yeah. value. Yeah. So say somebody was buying a house, they, on the island, a lot of people buy what we call teardowns. Um, say somebody was buying a house to tear it down. Do you still recommend home inspection or no they're going to tear it down anyway. If they're going to live in that house for, or use that house for any period of time, they should get it inspected. Um, and you know, my, to simplify it is you don't want to wake up dead is what I mean. Like you need to know if there's anything like really bad in that house that that could kill you or, you know, significantly harm one of your family members or friends that might be staying there or even the people that are working on it, you know, Something as simple as a carbon monoxide hazard that you don't know about is, is you might not be able to recognize on your own. And that really could be a significant thing that is worth the value of the inspection itself. You know, despite, you know, in spite of your regular pricing, like what else do you offer as add-ons? You mentioned mold. Do you also do mold inspections? Yeah, we do mold inspections. Uh, we, 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 we do bulkhead inspections. We're one of the only inspection companies around here. We've been doing bulkhead inspections for over 20 years. Is that a special, uh, not just skill, but requirement, uh, do you need a special license to inspect the bulkhead or? You don't, uh, there's no, there's no regulation behind that. Um, you know, for us, what we use is basically our, our knowledge of inspecting all these coastal properties that we inspect. And I've been doing it for 21 years. I would say I'm not a, I'm not a bulkhead inspector, but I play one on TV and then I notice where it's, it's been sistered or you could see the sand coming out yeah, you know, plus, in the boards. I mean, some of them are pretty obvious. You know, I, I educated myself at the beginning on that. And then I started educating other people 
on bulkheads. Probably me. Yeah. So by educating other people, doing bulkhead presentations at real estate offices or, or other places, you know, um, continuing to learn or you know just harness that skill. You know, we also do pool inspections. I was going to say, do you have a guy who knows anything about pools? Yeah, so we have a guy on our team that has been in the pool business longer than I've been in the home inspection business. So I have not met, still to this day, have not met anyone that knows more about pools than Barry. So, uh, you know, we offer pool and spa inspections. Um, I do pool inspections myself, and Barry does them. So anytime I have a question about a pool, I just ask him. And how's Barry doing? Did he dislocate his shoulder or something? Or He had shoulder surgery. He tore his rotator cuff and half tore his, um, one of his other, you know, tendons in there. And he's, um, he's, get, he's almost ready to come back by the end of the month. He should be back. We'll give him our best. And Don. What else? We, we do other things. We also, now we, we started offering sewer scopes. Um, so that's, that's, it's not a common thing in Ocean County. In other parts of the state, a sewer scope is, a, is an automatic when you buy a house and you get a home inspection. You're also getting a radon test, a termite inspection, and a sewer scope almost all the time. Uh, so it's not that common around here. So I'm introducing it to this area because I, I do find problems, all, you know, probably half the time. Tell us a little bit about the radon. People say, oh, there's no radon at the shore. Is that true or is that not true? It's only, it's partially true. Like on Long Beach Island, I, th I think there's almost no risk at all for radon here. But there, in Ocean County, there's the, there's the thought that there's no radon in Ocean County because of the sandy soil. It's not true. Actually, uh, there are three or maybe four townships that have um, that are recognized by the state as moderate risk for radon. And those towns, three of them are nearby. One of them is Little Egg Harbor. There's Stafford Township and Barnegat Township and then Plumstead Township. So they're all in Ocean County. And um, yeah, I do recommend testing in certain parts of those areas. If it's a waterfront property on a slab, you know, maybe we, it's maybe it's, if you feel like you want to do it for peace of mind, we would do it. But, um, some areas on the mainland, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend it. I try to insist on it. What about tank, uh, tank sweeps, oil tank sweeps? Right. So, uh, you know, certain areas of Ocean County, you should definitely get a tank sweep. Honestly, for $250, really, if you're buying a house, why not get it anywhere? Uh, we don't offer them, but we do work with a company that we can have at the inspection on pretty much um, any 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 call we have. Are there any other services that you don't have that from time to time you have to recommend somebody like a septic tank inspection? And Yeah, septic inspection. inspections is another thing. Um, I'm actually, if you know a, a septic inspector, we're looking for a new one because our, our old guy... Um, the guy we're, we're using, no, <laughs> you know, he's just <laughs> stinky. Yeah, that's that's another podcast story. <laughs> he didn't fall in or stinky anything. But I don't want to. No more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we are looking for a new one right now, but it's actually not legal or the state standards for home inspectors says that unless you are also a health official, that you cannot do septic inspections. For some reason, they specifically wrote septic inspections out of our licensing law. Hmm. So if you are a septic inspector, you should. Contact. Call Wes. Wes. Or to post the yeah. global team. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. And that would that person typically work for the township then or if they have to be a health inspector? So here's the funny thing about that. You can, as a home inspector, you cannot do them unless you're also a health official. So you work for a county or, or 
the, the, the local health, whatever local health department is handling that area. However, you, Kevin Bergen, and you, Caitlin Grieve, can do a septic inspection. You, there's nothing stopping you guys from doing them. You don't even need a license or any certification whatsoever. So we may be, you may have found your, your, your answer right here. You have a separate division called the Beach House Early Septic Inspection Division. Yeah, okay. Do yeah, you really well, want to get into I got the literally other people's? <laughs> if you want to do them, I'll show you how. We deal with enough shit here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good one. We could jump in and jump in the pool and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember doing one once. I remember being at one once. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's a shitty I job. Somebody's got to. Yeah, someone's got to do it. And um, how about if you're going to sell a house, should you do a pre-listing inspection? Definitely. So pre-listing inspection. Here's what happens. Let's just go through the process of a real estate transaction. You you decide you want to sell your house, right? So you call a realtor. They come. They tell you how they're going to market the house. You decide you're going to use that realtor. They list the, the house for sale. People come and start looking at the house. You have showings. You get an offer. Offer You accept one of the offers. Maybe, obviously, nowadays is usually multiple offers. You accept one of the offers. It goes through attorney review, and then there's the home inspection. Everything's going smoothly, but then there's the home inspection, and, and that's when the shit hits the kiss, fan. Kiss the death. And yeah. things start slowing down, you know? There's all kinds of new work. Now we got to get a contractor in there to evaluate this and give us a price for that. And we know what the buyers are going to do. There's no time. The seller doesn't have time to do all that stuff. So, and the, either does the buyer. The buyer doesn't have time to get all these, these prices and, and estimates for repairs. So they want to know how much is it going to cost? They don't know. They just guess. And a, a defect that might cost $50 to repair if the seller does it themselves beforehand the buyer might ask $500 for that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the roof only needed a couple of repairs, but the buyer's uncomfortable. So now they want a new roof. So instead of $1,000 worth of roofing repairs, it's $10,000 for the roof. And they always want, they don't want the cheapo roof. They, they want, want the Cadillac Mercedes. The platinum mm-hmm. roof, yeah. you know, coated in, in gold. And, you know, it's always the most expensive. So yeah, of course. the pre-listing inspection gives the seller an advantage um, because what, what here's what, what is what happens after the home inspection is actually negotiation round two. That's not what it's supposed to be. It's never what it was designed to be. We all know that's what it became. That's what it is. So in negotiation round two, the person with the most information wins, right? If you already had that information before your buyer had it, you already have your prices ready or you've already made those repairs, or you've already decided, you've already priced the house appropriately, you know, for well, those Well, do you things. do a second inspection? Uh, if Caitlin hired you to be her inspector when she sold the house and I was going to buy her house, would you do both inspections or no? Yeah, believe it or not, we can do that. It, it does, it could seem to be like a conflict of interest to some people, but as long as I'm working for a different person each time I do the inspection, it's, it's okay. It's not a conflict of interest because if the first time I'm working for Caitlin and she's doing the pre-listing inspection and she's my client, then the next time I'm working for you and you're the buyer and you're my client, it's not a conflict. And then what if you find stuff that on the second go around that you found for me that you didn't find for Caitlin? What's, what's, what's that look like? I have, I feel bad about it, but you know, it's uh it's not, it's not a perfect process. You know, it's not, I could, I could go and inspect my own house and write a report and then go inspect my own house again, like the next day. And I probably find things I didn't see the first time. Right. 
most likely it's not going to be anything too terrible, you know, but um, like I said, it's, it's not a perfect process. And first of all, we're all human. And second of all, you know, we find that with, I'll, I'll see an inspection report from another home inspector who's already done an inspection. And then I'll go and inspect that house, that same house. And, and I'll see some of the defects that they wrote. I'll be like, that's not really even a defect or I'll find things that weren't a defect. And I know the same thing happens with my reports. Right. Just, Nobody's perfect. You got yeah, nobody's perfect. You, right. you only got a couple hours to go through an entire house with thousands of components. Mm-hmm. So. And the average house takes how long? Two hours, three hours? Yeah, the average hours. home inspection, national average, is two and a half hours. And that's for that's for the average house. Twenty five hundred square bedroom, foot house, twelve like how big how big is the average house? The average house is three or four bedrooms. Um you know, probably somewhere between two and 2,500 square feet. Okay. So here you're going to, here you're going to find some that are significantly bigger. Yeah. So, uh, can we expand on this a little bit? Sure. Sure. Okay. So what, what extends the inspection? Like what makes an inspection take longer, right? Is it a bigger house necessarily? Is it the size of the house? I mean, sometimes that's, that makes a difference, but Things that make a home inspection take longer are just stuff that gets in our way. Things like, that slow like the realtor us. asking questions. Well, buyer you know, th- following you around. Do you prefer the buyer to follow you around? At times, it's it's extremely valuable for the buyer to be there, and we really want them to be with us. And, but that at other times, they're you know they are just getting in the way. If I'm in the bathroom and I'm trying to inspect the sink, and the bathroom's big enough for one person, and there's two people in there, right. there's not enough room. <laughs> And what am I going to say? You know, so people do slow you down. You know, that happens. The seller more than anyone will slow you down. The buyer, not so much. The seller wants to talk about how great their house is. And I get it. You know, and they want to tell you about, you know, what they just did and, and how, how much it cost them and, and how new this thing is. And um, I understand why they're doing that, you know, and I, they're just trying to be nice. They're trying to be helpful. So, you know, I, I let them go. You know, it does slow us down. But it's clutter, things in our way. Like if I go to inspect the, inspect the breaker panel and there's a bunch of boxes in front of it, you know, it's going to take me some time. If I want to open a window and there's a chair and a lamp and and there's blinds and then there's uh, there's curtains and there's three tchotchkes on every window, you know, it significantly adds to the time. So it's things like that. that so is there a checklist you give to the seller's agent to declutter the house? We had that checklist. And? There, it it was it's pretty worthless. Mm-hmm. Nobody listened. Nobody listened. No, listen. no one ever did anything. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you would think that the professionals in 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 our line of work would already know that, especially the veterans. Well, certainly we know that when it comes to someone taking pictures to declutter the kitchen and you know right. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you have not, but here's the funny thing: not everybody knows their house as well as I'm going to learn their house in a matter of two and a half hours. I I might go into a garage and there's an attic hatch and um, the homeowner doesn't even know there's an attic there. Right. So they don't know that that pile of boxes is even in my way. They have Mm -hmm. no idea. Right. You know, or, you know, they've never, they don't, they've, they've only been through one or maybe zero home inspections in their life. So they don't know that, if I got to get into the attic that's in the closet, the attic hatches in the closet that all their, 
their puzzle boxes and their their game boards and and their old hats and and things that are up on the shelf and all the clothes that are in the closet are going to be in my way. They don't real, really realize it. So it's not it's not up to them. Um, you know, the homeowner, you know, you shouldn't expect the homeowner to know what is in the way. So we did have that list. You know, maybe I'll make it a, make it again and start distributing it. Might not hurt. I mean, the, yeah. the photographers do it, so we're kind of used to that. But maybe the listing agents should be uh, well with new more technology. Yeah. it's a lot easier for us to get information to people. So you know, that's a good point. Maybe right. we'll do that again. So let's make it a little fun. Um, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen at a home inspection? So, you know, I like that. I, I like that question about as much as a cop would like the same question. What's the craziest <laughs> thing you've ever seen? Um, you know, what's the craziest thing I've ever seen? I think here, here's a story. We're sitting. This is back when we used to print on site. And we're at, I'm at the table. When I used to do that, people would like gather around me for some reason. And, and, um, you know, I'm just trying to put information in the report and get the report done. But meanwhile, um, this house was owned by the boyfriend who was there at the house. The girlfriend was not there. And, uh, the ex boyfriend, I should say. And suddenly the new boyfriend pulls up in a Harley in the driveway, like all loud, like, and bursts through the front door and threatens to kick everyone's ass and says, everyone out of this house right now, or I'm going to kick all of your asses. And, um, did and you then, run? <laughs> well, no, we said, all right, no problem. And we just picked up our stuff and we left. So, uh, Ian McKenzie was the realtor. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll, he'll confirm that story. And, um, the, the ex-boyfriend who was there literally almost peed his pants like he was, he was scared to death of this guy. Um, so that, that's probably the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. Like we've crazy. had, uh, it just always involves people. Uh, we've had other similar stories like that. I haven't had a recent one that I don't really want to even talk about because I'm still very upset about it. Jeez. Is that um, right? Wow. So there's trauma, trauma and drauma. In oh, lots home of, and how about do you any, have an like, in-house therapist about, yeah. you talk oh, to? Sometimes I need one. <laughs> how about dead animals in the toilet bowl or, you know, yeah, you know, we, see you know, the, we have, we have a uh, donkey surfing here. So, you know, and, and deer <laughs> running through the streets of Harvey Cedars, but we see the occasional dead or alive animal in a crawl space or an attic or something. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not that crazy. Oh, here's, here's a funny one. I went to a crawl space in, um, in Little Lake Harbor one time and there was, this roll of insulation, but it was, it was long. It was like a, it was kind of like the blanket insulation blankets that you, they used to put over attic accesses. So it was kind of big and it was rolled up and it. And it, I swear the shape of it, it looked like it, there was a body rolled up in it. You no, never know what you're going to find. You know, I was just referencing the town I was in. I wasn't implying anything by that. I'm trying to save my market there. And literally it was just coincidence that, that it was there, but I was, I was a little bit nervous about even going into the crawl space. This house, man, there's way more to this story than just this thing that's rolled up in the crawl space. But believe it or not, I carry this three foot long probe with me so I can reach areas that I might not otherwise be able to reach so I can chip probe for termites or, or wood decay. And I, I was somehow I, I poked the bear. I, yeah. I was, I was courageous enough to actually poke that insulation and see it didn't move <laughs> and, um, just insulation. and it didn't feel like there were any bones or anything in it. So I think it was just insulation. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. But it looked a lot like a body. Well, Wes, yeah, thank great you so seeing much. you again. Great seeing you again. Yeah. Uh, sorry. It's not on a, on a sale of a $5 million house. Um, but that's probably next week. Um, 
like I said, good seeing you. Caitlin, where are we, where are we broadcasting from? Just so the people know how to get us. When they see this podcast, they learn about home inspections. Today we are broadcasting from the inside of Beach House Realty in Chip Bottom. And where will we see you? We'll see you at the beach, Wes. Wes, we'll oh, see awesome. you at the beach. Can't wait. <laughs>